Father, we are so grateful for this day and all that it means. And I ask you, as I'm about to say, that you give us confidence in what, the, what you have done, and so it may live in light of what you have done, and that the world may see and know, and know the great light that you have given us. I ask this in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. For the last couple days, from Monday, Thursday, and Good Friday, I have spoke of my hope and prayer that we grow in confidence in what Christ has done in the events that we're celebrating now. Confidence in His death, His burial, and His resurrection. On Monday, Thursday, we saw the confidence that Christ had when it said before He, in the upper room, when he said, John said, He knew that the Father had given all things into His hands. He knew that He had come from the Father and He was going to the Father. He had that confidence. He knew that. And that led him to serve. And I said, I hope our confidence grows so that we, in our confidence in Christ, become like him and serve one another and love one another, especially those who are of the faith. On Good Friday yesterday, we read in our Hebrews passage that Christ's death gives us confidence to come into the very presence of God. We come with a heart full of assurance of faith of what, and what Christ has done on the cross. Today may be the hardest test of our confidence. And not just because we are called to believe in the historical fact that a man who was crucified and had died rose again, but also because we are called to believe that this act defeats evil. The evil that we see so prevalent around us that seems to rule our world and that we find rooted in our very own hearts. We are called to believe that what we celebrate tonight defeats that evil. And that is hard. That is often hard to believe. And this is what is at stake on Easter. Now let me add that I, I said I'm praying for us that we grow in confidence because I do not think that, con that confidence usually comes all at once. Like many things, it grows slowly, and we can lose it. I think that it is a grace, in many cases it is a grace that is given to us as we open ourselves up to receive the grace of God. He gives us that faith and confidence. And so I pray for us that we grow in it. And as we grow in confidence, especially tonight, in Christ's resurrection and its power, I believe that we become less surprised by evil. It seems like humans, we, have, we are somehow constantly surprised by the evil we find. There are always those who, when confronted with the horrors of war, all the horrific and evil things we now see daily from the news, the, the horrors of destruction and mass death, we respond with surprise and think, but we have made such great technological advances, cultural advances, economic pro progress. Surely now, in the 21st century, 
we don't do such things to each other. Surely now we progress to the place where we would never see that kind of evil. That's what happened last century. We would never do that again, especially when the memory of it's so, so close. We are fools to think that technological advances or economic progress or even the memory of horrors not that long ago will keep evil at bay. It will not. We are surprised by the evil we find in our friends and neighbors. How many times have you heard, I never thought he would do that sort of thing. Not him. And we were surprised. And how many times have I heard people say, I never thought I would do that kind of thing. I never thought I was capable of that. And we were surprised even by the evil in our own hearts. And many of us who are not are surprised are not surprised because we've become so jaded and cynical that we will only see evil anywhere. As we grow in confidence in Christ's resurrection, we are neither surprised nor cynical. Our belief in the resurrection contains a recognition of its necessity. The necessity brought about by great evil, not just the vague evil out there in the world, but the evil in our own hearts as well. And so too, the cynicism is softened by the great fact that God has confronted evil on our behalf. I cannot help in, saying, in talking about that in thinking about Chesterton's Father Brown who is the perfect image of this, right? The wholesome, winsome figure that appears naive to everyone he meets. Yet he is able to see evil wherever it is. He is clear, more clear-eyed when he comes in contact with it than anyone else. He's never surprised by the evil that he finds in the people around him, wherever everybody else is. Yet neither is he despairing over it. Because he is steeped in the mysteries of God's work in the world. As we grow in confidence in the resurrection, we are not surprised by evil, nor jaded. Nor do we fear it. And I'm not saying that we don't surprise, nor are we afraid, that, because we don't care. We st may still rightly respond with anger, with hatred for the evil, with revulsion over it. But we do not fear it as an all-powerful foe. So far from fearing it, Paul, in his most extensive look at the resurrection, mocks it. He mocks sin and death in 1 Corinthians 15 and talking about the resurrection and says, Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. It is not something to fear. 
Similarly, as we grow in confidence in the resurrection, we do not despair. The one who has broke the power of death is able to break the power of sin. And that is what we celebrate this night. He breaks the power of sin that is in my heart, the sin that is in your heart, the sin that is in your loved one's heart. He has that power. And that may seem impossible. I cannot overcome this sin. My loved one will not overcome that sin. Seems impossible, but so did rising from the dead. That seems impossible. And Christ did it. And because He did it, I do not despair over what I face. The more confident we grow in the resurrection, the more we look at whatever we face with hope. And so tonight I present to you a man, the Son of God, who died a cruel death on our behalf, was buried, and rose again on the third day. And may we grow in our confidence in that reality so that we may not be surprised by what we find in this world, nor fear it, nor despair over it. But we may live in hope of the victory that Christ has won. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.